Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Do you know where the the Temple of Agma is? The Temple of Agma? Yeah, that's the one. Here we call it the Leaves of Learning. You can see the peak of it just over uh, and off to the east there. That's fantastic. Grandma. Oh, order's up! Yes? Is there something I can help you with? Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Sullivan Slight, and I am here in search of uh, a particular scroll. Now that you mention it, um, there was a fellow in, um, an elven fellow with a with a weasel, and who gave me saying that somebody was coming for Lady Menda's scroll, so this oh, is good. Yes, that's yes. me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. On that eighth day, you you reach the edge of the city of Serloon. Uh, guys, do you see that? The two goggles humping over there? No. So that that symbol, that's a dragon, that's the cult of the dragon. What? Do you think they must be gone, right? Like that can't exist anymore. The decimators came and oh, they... Yeah, for sure. I'm just going to cover myself with a blanket in the back of this wagon, just for no reason. Oh, okay. Have a good okay. nap. You hear a door like... Booted open. Hey, Benty, we gotta get down to the ship there. Yeah, buddy, I'm coming. Come on, hold your horses. They'll wait for us. Guys, can Rolf, can Rolf go any faster? Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons, we're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast that you can find on your iPod. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Tom Laird. That's me, I play Moot. And Amy Moore. That's me, I play Sullivan Slight. And Carla Maxted. That's me, I play Glim. And you can find us on your iPod, as well as everywhere you download podcasts, because you've already found us. But that's how you can sell us to your friends, because we're available on an iPod. And to Tom's mom. Yep. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Well, the context is... With a, with a little context. Yeah, she yeah. was Sweet. inquiring about the podcast, and she called it an iPod. Aww, yeah, it was so very cute. sweet. How's your iPod going, Tom? But when Russ needs to come up with something to ask everybody, he's just going to use that that good, good, good mom topicality. Good, wholesome mom humor. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, where we have things that are less wholesome is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Now, depending on the character, it could be filth over there. super <laughs> wholesome, like Opal Light Brightcliff, super wholesome. Super wholesome. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. to hire Ilya, a child army, super wholesome. Uh, right? I, mean, I didn't end up hiring it. Ch- wait, no, but spoilers. You wanted to. Spoilers. Spoilers. Come find well, us. Well, then don't you say spoilers. I didn't. I bleeped out everything that I said, and you guys are just <laughs> giving the spoilers now. <laughs> uh, but patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. When you're a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, John Evanitsky. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thank you. I think our patrons have the best names, names, hey? Yeah, they really it's do. It's always so much fun. Evanitsky. Oh, I like that. It's good. That's going to be one of those words. Carla and I are so weird like this that sometimes we'll get a word stuck in our head Always. that will just exist in there for no reason. It, might be, it might be one of them. Evanitsky, that's like what I'm going to be saying to myself later. I know it's not a word, it's a name, but it's just like pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Go check it out. We would love to have you over there. And now, fuck it, let's play D&D.
Um, you're in the streets of Serloon, uh, just arrived and uh, are overlooking the harbor when Sully did some uh, increasingly weird things and hid himself under a blanket, which, you know, could be construed as odd. Um, two gentlemen walk past you, Moot and Glim, um, rough-talking individuals. One of them kind of bumps into the cart and looks at you and says, Hey, move your cart here. There's not supposed to be carts right in my way here. Well, I mean, we are in the road, and so are you, so... Exactly. But, so but, is I. Okay. Well, we're, we're heading on our way. You uh, start moving Rolf, and they start walking beside you. So what, we go in the same way, or what? Well, uh, it looks that way. We wouldn't really be facing in this direction in our carriage with our with our donkey if we weren't going this way. It wouldn't make sense, would it? Hey, it's a fine-looking donkey there. Hey, you you give a you give out donkey rides? Uh, no, <laughs> Rolf doesn't like anyone riding on him. Ah, see, Barty, nobody says no to us, do they? No, no, they don't. My friend here, he wants to ride your donkey. Well, the donkey's tied up to the cart right now, and he's pulling us, so he's busy. I, I'm not sure what else to say. A donkey can't be both ridden and pulling a carriage at the same time, and he's clearly pulling a carriage, so I think you maybe... The, look, there's another donkey just over there. You could probably go ride that one. Nah, I like this one. And he pulls out his dagger, and he moves towards the, the reins. I'm so uncomfortable right now, just as Amy. I just want to say that this interaction has, like... Mm, my palms are sweaty. <laughs> really um... Hmm... <laughs> He's, he's got them in his hand. No, sir, please don't do that. What are I you really going to do? I would really prefer if you didn't do that. You're going to mm -hmm. need to step away from Rolf. Wouldn't you prefer if I didn't do this and he lifts the reins and puts the dagger to the reins? Uh, I'm going to try and... I'm going to... going to Intimidate him. You're a dragonborn. Now I'm going to breathe some fire at him. Oh, shh. Why can't he's not taking my donkey? Beat it, loser. <laughs> so he's in the back like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Okay, so, so you're breathing fire on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you, I think you got to, uh, do I roll or dexterity? Or uh, I, you, I think I roll dex. How does fire work? Yeah. Yeah, dex. Right. They're both going to be in line, so... Um, uh, we'll say Barty's got a 21, Benty's got a 9. Okay, so one saves and one fails. And so half on the success. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I rolled two d6 and I rolled two sixes. So yeah, 12 did. damage on the one and six damage on the other. The gentleman you've come to know as Benty, who's holding the reins with his dagger, takes the full brunt of your, your fire breath. Um, his clothes alight, and as the flame dies down, you see, like, blistering all over his skin. Uh, Barty takes some off to the side, but manages to kind of roll out of the way. He says, excuse you, you burning my friend here for just trying to take a little donkey ride? And he pulls out a blade. Roll for initiative. Can I also roll, but yeah. I'm going to... Yeah, no, you roll. Okay. Uh, 15. Uh, 20. 15. You may go first. <laughs> I figured you were probably going to be remaining in your blanket until the last possible moment. Maybe. I'm having some, you know, like, do you confront your your childhood captors and abusers, or do you stay silent and scared? It's what's happening within Sully and also Amy at this moment right now because this whole <laughs> thing, like, okay, I just need to say that unreasonable requests from people who feel like they are reasonable requests <laughs> to people who obviously know that the requests are unreasonable, like, for some reason creates an anxiety within me, like, 
Like, what do you mean you want to ride my donkey? Agreed. The donkey is hitched to a cart. No, it's so alarming. It's alarming. It's It makes my hands sweaty. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, top of initiative. Uh, Glim, you are up first. So I am going to... Att- I'm going to pull out my war pick. Okay. And I am going to try to hit him with it. I feel like I don't even know how to... Uh, do oh, I yeah, no very rarely on this? fighting. Oh, uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I rolled a 20. Oh, oh yes, you did. So, uh, who are you attacking? Sorry? Please destroy my childhood captors. Um, the one that's less burned that was giving me some lip, I believe, was really was giving me some blade, attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Barty, yep. Yeah, Barty. Fuck that guy. Hey. <laughs> um, so I am going to hit him with my war pick, and I am also going to use my divine smite. So when I hit, I can use a spell slot to get 2d8 radiant damage. The war pick damage will be 18, and then the radiant is going to be 8 more. Oh, God. Okay, so describe this to me. You... Okay, so Benty comes over. He threatens to cut... Has not yet cut, but threatens to cut. <laughs> You're making your sound straight up unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> is about to cut uh, the reins. You fire- after being warned multiple times not, not to. to. After being multiple times warned not to. Sure, they were pushing the boundaries absolutely, <laughs> and we're probably going to follow through. You fire breath him full on in the face to the point where he has third degree burns. Mm-hmm. And then, as his friend approaches you, immediately leap up and deal... 26. 26 various types of damage to this gentleman. Okay, got it. Just to be clear, I know Glim's a real goody-goody. But she stands stands for good. But she stands for good, and she is um, neutral good. Like, if this follows her code... This is fine. I like get she it. feels yep. no guilt about this. Yep. He was clearly being totally unreasonable. And if people are reasonable with Glim, she's gonna be reasonable with them. But if not, These she's guys. gonna fucking kill you with her war pick. In like one hit. <laughs> I also maybe maybe Glim doesn't know her own strength yet so much. She has only done a lot of practicing, not a lot of actual like That's true. Fighting. Like, so, oh, that just killed a man. So maybe like, that uh, was so- Dude's not dead, but he he does take a huge hit. He's knocked prone. He's bleeding quite profusely. Um, You, as you kind of pull your war pick back up, um, you hear heavy footsteps coming from down either side of the street. Like armored footsteps. Moot, your turn. Unless there's anything else you want to do. No, I think I've I think I've done enough. <laughs> okay, moot. Oh, jeez. Uh, so that's what you have before. I peek out from and see like people like armored guards running essentially towards us. Not running, so. but they're like with with purpose walking towards you at this point. Some clomping in the distance. Guys, guys maybe we want to get going. I think that's a really good idea. Maybe we made our point. I'm also. Glim, I love you. Oh, I'll, t- I'll I tell love you, you why too. later. I'll tell you why later, but we should probably just get out of here. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't, I mean, that, okay, yeah, I agree. Let's just try and go. Let's, They're let's go. They're both down on the ground. Let's, let's hightail it out of here. Let's get out of here. Okay, Rolf, come on, buddy. <laughs> Maybe pick it up a little bit. I was like, I would have kicked him off anyway. Um, a couple passerbys uh, see you leaving the scene. <laughs> It was a smite and run. Um, And rush over to the two men who are knocked uh, down prone. Uh, One, like, crying out in burn pain. The other one, seemingly unconscious. You can't quite tell. Um, And begin yelling after you as two guards 
roll around the corner. Moot, you can still do anything you want. I'm going to say that we're still in technical combat order here. Um, maybe make... Fuck, I don't even know. What do you want to do, man? What do you want to do? I mean, I feel like we're just... Uh, high. I don't have any, like, illusion magic or anything to, like... Throw him off the trail. Oh, maybe I'll try creating a bonfire right behind us so that, like, no one can follow us. Okay. Is there an open space to do that? I don't want to hurt anyone. I'm assuming everyone's going to jump out of the way if you do, so... Perfect. You know, there's a space. All right, I will try and create a uh, five-foot cube of fire. Our, <laughs> our, our retreating carriage is going to leave a space in our wake, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It'll be like Back to the Future with the tire treads that are on fire. Exactly. Yeah, we don't want to hurt any innocents. Absolutely. Is there even any? Is there Uh, even any in this town? Okay, so yeah, the bonfire erupts like under the tail of your uh, carriage. It takes up uh, the better part of the middle of this, uh, leaving it sketchy to get past on either side. Uh, A few people kind of jump back. Some who were like calling you out, and then this erupts in front of them, and they take a step back. You see the guards coming up to the scene. One of them looks down. One of them is walking towards you still. Uh, make a wild magic roll, please. Four or lower. Fifteen. Five or lower next time. Yep. He's going to get you. How, um, so oh, as, it's going to happen. As this builds up in moot, we, I mean, you and I had kind of talked about, you know, creating some sort of physicality to this. How does moot look the more this this wild magic is building in him? Ooh, good question. Maybe just like his hair becomes a little more unkempt than it was previously. Like, you know, it just, no, it gets like a little bit crazier. Like, okay. It like, just is it growing? Kinda, maybe a little bit, not like noticeable amount, but, but a little like bit Russ every amount? time. Yeah. Like Russ amount. Okay. But he'll be Doc Brown by the end. It's all back to the future this episode. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Your hair gets more unkempt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, no, I can I see know. that like, that like he gets like kind of like raggedy and wilder, kind, the more kind of goes, wild right? looking. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I imagine Moot to be part down the side of his hair, combed yeah. over a bit, like very like straight lace, put together. Yeah, and I think maybe he just gets like sloppier and messier and like kind of like I think wild. Yeah, I think maybe goes. like the higher it gets, depending on where you're, you know, switching wild magic, fire, wind, ice, whatever it might be, like maybe that as we get higher than a five, like maybe around the 10 mark, uh, maybe there's some sort of like elemental physicality that comes to Oh, sure. He's got like frosted yeah. tips. Exactly. Oh. Right? <laughs> it's uncamped and frosted, bitches. Bam. Um, but yeah, maybe like a, if we get to that point or when we get to that point, right? Like, you know, bringing some sort of that elemental wild magic to it as well. Sure. That'd be really cool. Um, okay. Sully. Uh, has anyone walked out in front of our... No. Okay. Um, there are people who, uh, as you're kind of, uh, as quickly as Rolf will go, going through the streets, kind of dodging out of the way, looking at the big fire behind, not really knowing what's going on, looking to you, but more focused on the, the burst of flames that has just shot up in the street. I am still hidden under the blanket, but I'm going to ready an action with my short bow under there and... As soon as uh, we are stopped by guards, um, I want to just peek out of my blanket and let loose an arrow. At a guard. Well, okay. I mean, Sully does things. Okay. Sully's freaked out. That's been, that's been established. You know what? Glim's got to attack something. Moot just set a big fire in the street. You're worried about me shooting an arrow at a guard? <laughs> All right, let's fucking do this. All right. Um, you continue down the street. I'm streets. unreasonable. Um, you're looking at the front or the back, Sully? I think I'm looking at the back. And I think that we are probably moving at a fairly good clip that the cart itself is, like, bumping along the road. So me, like, shifting under a blanket isn't going to hopefully okay. be... Also, noticeable at all. Uh, if we're saying that it's bumping the physical contents of the cart, it's also going to impose disadvantage on whatever shot you Okay, have. never mind. It's not bumping. It's super <laughs> smooth sailing. I was actually going to really... say, I don't think we're going to like, once we get like a little ways away, then 
I don't think we're going to be trying to rush. Like, we're going to try and look normal. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. we're not like speeding through the streets because then everyone we pass is going to be like, yeah, I saw that carriage. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. They were <laughs> just going to be like, something. The arrows. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you're okay. making your way down. Uh, I think I'm looking out the front with. Okay, cool. Because I'm still kind of whispering at them and stuff. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. In a world of covert culinary criminal coalitions. Jean-Carlo. We chef. Reformed criminal and celebrity chef Butch Orson. Prepare the brigade. We chef. Is dragged back into the dark realm of criminal kitchens. Behind. When old rivals threaten his life's work. Corner. Butch is brought back. Hot. No, 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 no. For one. Last. Cook. Open. Pandora's oven. Yes, Chef! John Wick meets Hell's Kitchen in Yes, Chef, a comedic actual play adventure of kooky culinary combat, refried revenge, and untold gastronomic horrors. Yes, Chef is out now on the Dungeons and Drimbus podcast feed. Butchie! A genuine pleasure to see ya. <laughs> The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. As you kind of get down to the end of this one lane that you're on, you hear um, like a, a jumping leap and land. And as Moot and Glim, as you kind of look over your shoulder, one of these helmed guards has leaped through the flames in the street and has landed down and is now beginning to run towards you. I think we're going to enter a chase in this moment because I don't... Chasing! I don't feel like direct combat is what you guys want to do in this no. moment. No, it's certainly well, not. Well, not with the guards, that's for sure. Okay, so let me pull up the chase mechanics. We're going to keep... Um, uh, everybody except Amy has played the chase mechanics. Uh, because we did it in the episode with Rev and and Lex and Margaret and stuff. Oh. Uh, chase comp. So it's not like the same as a race. Uh, no, it, Dinosaurs. It, it kind of is. There's simil- similarities. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. Um, so about the dinosaur race, right? Uh, running There's so many and fucking the things chase. we've done on this podcast that I've completely forgotten about. Did you? Re- do you guys remember that there's trains in this world? It's crazy. What? <laughs> I don't believe that. Um, okay, Wild. so chases. Uh, blah blah blah. Running the chase. Uh, reminder for those and for uh, for those new. Uh, when you're running a chase, the the main everybody's strongly motivated to dash every round. So we're gonna say, how quickly can a donkey move? Because you're being pulled by a donkey. Donkey D and D Beyond. Donkey. D and D and D Beyond. D and D and D Beyond. That's right. Donkey or mule. It's a speed of nothing. Nothing. Check out horse and then maybe let's like take it down 25%. <laughs> just, really... just take your back there. Just, uh, just, I just, just, 
just gear it down a little. It's I just a feel like fast on a horse. Gear really down a horse. So a horse is sixty feet. I'd say probably forty. Forty is probably good. So we're gonna that say that seems you've got reasonable. Yeah, a forty foot. Because if normal walking speed is thirty, you'd want it to be like kind of faster than that. Otherwise, yep. otherwise, yeah. why have a fucking donkey? Other than they're adorable. Other than ca- adorable, they carry all the stuff. You don't have sure. to walk. They have I mean, there's personalities. Reasons, but... They will protect a farm. Go get yourselves donkeys, folks. Or a, or a donk, a mini donkey. They're so cute. Chase, you're strongly urged or usually urged to dash. You can dash an equal number of times to three plus your constitution modifier, which in the case of a donkey, we're going to say is zero. So you can try, you can go three. Uh, constitution, a donkey might have a higher constitution than a horse. I would horse. think so. I think would have a higher constitution. So let's yeah. say hey, that the donkey has, do donkey has a plus two. So we can say you can dash five times because a horse has plus one. If you go over that, we'll deal with that if we get there. Spells and attacks um, means you don't move as far. You can still move your regular stuff, but you can attack. Now, how does that work being as we're being pulled by a donkey? Do we each roll for the donkey? We're going to say that the donkey gets around and that's your movement. So you, unless you jump out, you don't get movement on your turn. So I think that'll keep it. I think that'll keep it equal. So you still get your turn. You can. So in this case, you can react, act and spell cast. Um. So this is like a but modified. We don't have chase. to worry about our individual move. But you and then the donkey on its turn will dash. Okay. So okay, um, and then at the end of your appropriate turn, roll a d twenty. That could cause a, a complication. Okay. For you or for your pursuers. Okay. All right. Um, let's, let's race. The the helm chase uh, helm guard um, leaps through the fire and begins taking chase. At you. I've got a, somebody roll the donkey into initiative here for me. Please. I'll do it. That was a nat fucking 20. Yeah, it was. All right. So Rolf. Amy should play a donkey from now on. Rolf I is think amazing. that's what we, I, it's the so only thing that can come of this. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the donkey is top of the round. Uh, donkey is going to dash donkey 80 dashes. Uh, down, which brings you to the end of this uh, street. There are people in the street kind of jumping out of the way. Um, at this point, if you're trying to get rid, get you know, not seen, you can make a stealth roll with disadvantage because you're still within line of sight. Um, so you can say if he kind of blends into the crowd or however that is. So somebody has to make a stealth roll for your group. Um, so please what, roll. What kind of modifier do we get? Because I've got a good stealth. Uh, well, it's not your oh. stealth unless you, yeah, because that would happen on yeah. your turn. Uh, stealth is what? Uh, Dex. Dex. Uh, plus zero. Also, I would just like to say, during this, if everyone could please have the tune of Monster Mash in their heads, <laughs> but saying, oh, that's it's the dash. It is the donkey, donkey dash. dash. The donkey dash. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was uh, a okay. Serum it was smash. A smash. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So continue <laughs> with that in your mind, please. It's, it makes it more whimsical. I like it. Uh, okay. Uh... <laughs> What'd you do, Carla? I, I rolled a one, so yeah, you did. Okay. I mean, I can roll another one if you want, but it can't get worse. The 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 guard has locked eyes on you, and in fact, advances more because of your nat one. Um, so he closes the gap, even not on his turn. We can take turns rolling that stealth. Thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one was at disadvantage too. If you hide around something, that makes it easier. Um, okay, it is Glim's turn. You see this guard coming towards you. You you can act in any way you want, or we can skip an action if you don't want to. If there's something we can justify, like skills-wise, um, to aid in your... Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I've played... <laughs> that never happens. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good one. <laughs> or is it? I don't know. Um, I think for now I am going to, yeah, just wait. Maybe like commune with Bahamut a little bit, just okay. like getting ready, trying to spur Rolf on in a non-demanding way, but just like 
through divine energy. Party's no longer in this. Moot. Uh, what kind of... Like, is it densely populated, the it's fairly, area that we're currently in? It's fairly busy. The streets are probably two carriages wide before you get to doors and, and shops and stuff. Um, yeah, there's there's people jumping out of the way as you are exiting. Do we... Are there, like, tall buildings on either side that maybe there's clotheslines in between the two buildings and there's some clothes on them? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I will cast Mage Hand with my Crab Claw and try and grab, like, a big towel or something and drop it right on this uh, guard that's chasing us. <laughs> okay. Uh, make me a... Give me a Dex roll for okay. the Mage Hand drop. I can do that. That is an 18. So your mage hand, your your crab claw goes up, pulls just the biggest of towels down, um, and drops it right on top of this guard who is now like clawing at the face, slowed back down to where he was before your nat one. Uh, roll me a wild magic roll. And also, now it's Sully's turn. Oh, it's a seven. Whoa! <laughs> that was dangerously close. Next time it's a six or lower. Uh, okay, uh, Sully. Oh, okay. Sully is not going to move at all, uh, but inside his pack, and I knew I got these for a reason, he has one, where is it, where is it? He has one, a bag of 1,000 uh, ball bearings. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit yeah. Ro- right there. Uh, comes standard with rogues, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I let loose my bag of 1,000, like, from under, like, who knows? Maybe it was a little crate underneath there that got knocked over, and these ball bearings just come out and just start pouring out the back of this um, cart. And I'm hoping that he, like, fucking doesn't see him because he's got a blanket on his face, and he, like, kind of, you know, like, come Style slips on my ball bearings. Uh, the guard, uh, still running, trying to get this towel off. People are moving out of the way. He clears it, and you see him kind of, um, as he is dashing towards you, you see people slipping from these ball bearings as they're spreading out through the street, and he reaches them and collides with them. And you can't see his face, but if you could... It would be like the biggest look of panic as he begins to roll on these and he rolled a nat one. So he goes sliding into one of the nearby stands and just it explodes like there's feathers for one reason or another. And this guard is like feet sticking out and over this stand as you two, as you three, uh, four, including Rolf. Um, kind of make your way around the corner and peel off down the street. I whisper, did it work? Uh, roll a stealth roll for whoever wants to do oh, that. Oh, I'll roll the stealth roll. I'm feeling lucky. Makes sense that you would. 17. Um, you, uh, it takes a little while, but you blend into the crowd again. You see some guards patrolling and almost like like guards do and they have their hand to their ear because magic... <laughs> For no reason, uh-huh. um, and kind of surveying, but you've blended back in with the crowd. Maybe you've grabbed some things or like changed the organization of your your carriage. I put a hood on. We took the yeah. top down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you um, and you are out of chase. Good work, everybody. Wow, Sully. <laughs> the old towel and ball bearings uh, trick. <laughs> Moot, you guys. That was so. That was amazing. Oh wow. Okay, guys, I, um, now's not the time to, like, I'm not going to come out from under this blanket until I absolutely have to, um, and now is totally not the time to talk about it, but I got, like, a real fucking dock past, and it seems to be catching up with me in this particular trip. Uh, we're going to have to have a conversation about it later, uh, and I hope that maybe you guys don't hate me afterwards, because that would suck, but I mean, I would totally also understand, uh, but maybe if we could just save Merv, um, that might scrub my halo clean a little bit more, and um, also then we might be able to like get the fuck out of here, and then uh, maybe go back to Fuck City. 
I mean, this this dark past sounds like a lot to deal with. Um, but yeah, we we don't have time to get into it. Let's uh, let's let's save Merv. Let's let's get to the ship. Let's let's do what we're here to do. We may have yeah, to get, let's like, get down on to the this harbor. ship or something. Get out of here. I don't think we want uh, yeah. to go back through this city. I don't. This t- city. This is maybe the worst place we've been. It's really bad. You make it down to the harbor. It's a widespread down the coast of the city. Um, you reach kind of the entrance point. Uh, there's many carriages coming and going um, with large crates. You you blend your way in. You do see m- many more guards patrolling the area. None of them seem to have noticed you. You do see a few ahead, some doing like spot checks of different carriages that are entering the harbor area. Guys, I think we should leave Rolf tied up here and maybe go on foot. We'll be less likely to be seen. We could like wear our hoods up and um, look just as inconspicuous as all these schmucks. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I don't like the idea of, I feel like um, it limits our mobility a little bit if we're in, if we're in the carriage and this place is shady. I mean, a harbor normally is pretty shady, never mind in this town with all the goth everywhere. I wonder if they have ducks down here. I don't have know. have a pretty good rapport with those other ducks from the dock ward. That's true. I hope so. Be nice to see a friendly face. Okay, what's uh so, so you tie enter- Rolf up, I think, just a little bit before the harbor in, you know, like a regular carriage yeah, there's, animal parking stall? Well, there's definite, like, stable-type areas yeah. and, like, tie-up posts, like, near taverns and all that sort of thing. So there are absolutely places along the way and close to the harbor that you could do that reasonably, not just, like, dropping them on the side of the road. Well, yeah, no, I don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. I would also like to give a couple extra coins to the stable hand that I, like, pass them off to and be like, uh, listen, if we don't come back for him, you can keep him. He's a good donkey. Okay. I've always wanted a donkey. His name is Rolf. Rolf? Yes. Oh, Rolf. If they don't come back, I'm going to treat you so well. I'm going to feed you apples and hay and wheat. And I hug oh. this weird prepubescent stable hand. Oh, I hope you don't come back. But also, it's very nice to know you. You too. Take good care of our boy. Of course, always. Thank you. Always and forever. I'm going to comb your hair and we're going to play dress up. Guys, I think we should probably not come back for Rolf. It seems like this guy really needs a friend. That's the only only kind person in this whole city. Thanks thanks for doing that. (laughs) I was like, I feel like we're likely going to get on a boat and not go back through here. I know. Fuck. And I did just almost murder some people to exactly. say Exactly. So. so I'm then like, like I'm like, oh my God, are we just going to leave this donkey on the side of the road after it got us out of trouble? And like, no, we found no. him the very best home. Oh, I feel much better about that. All right. I got, um, everybody got the stuff that they need. I've, I've got the scroll here in my bag. Yeah. Yeah. We get all of our portable. Do you guys have like, do items? I have a disguise kit? I don't know. You would be the one that would. I would. I, think. Would. I was going to say. Does, so, yeah. does anyone here have a disguise kit? But uh, no, I do not. I guess I didn't come with the same kit as all those ball bearings, which you don't have anymore. <laughs> which so. I don't have. I can't remove it. But <laughs> I can't remove equipment. It's just a magical no, I replenishing ball bearing you container. Manage, you can manage your equipment and also. Oh, drop quantity from one thousand to zero. That's okay. I'll get more later. Well, you'll get more now you know how handy they are, right? You're going to have 2000. Honestly, as I saw that that was in my kit, I my mind was just like, what can I do with a thousand ball bearings? It was the thing that made me the most excited. Um, Fair. Yes, okay. Uh, and as I get my things, uh, I bring out a staff that I've been like putting from cart to cart in all these different situations and I bring it with me and I and I hunch over a little bit and I walk with a bit of a, a limp and I put my hood up over my head and here is my disguise. Okay. 
Um, so uh, do the other do you other two disguise yourselves in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> you two fugitives. They, no one's seen me yet. I know. <laughs> I'm the six foot five dragonborn that just flame blasted some people in the middle of town. <laughs> but yeah, um, you take the disguise. It's totally fine. I don't want them to um, kidnap me again. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'll there. just put on. I would have been like in my like traveling stuff. Like I'm gonna put on like a cloak and have it up over my Thanks. head. Like I can't change my size, but at least. I won't be immediately noticeable for uh Well and in a on the dock, like I'm sure there's I assume many it's very busy and there's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'll grab the comically large sun hat that we had in the wagon <sighs> and I'll wear that. Yeah, you will. With your slightly unkempt hair. Slightly unkempt hair. Thank you Lord, for noticing. It's the- hot out here. <laughs> so hot today. I do declare. <laughs> Uh, all right, you enter into the dock area, the harbor area. Um, what do you do? I don't know, maybe look around for a boat that has the same sigil as the one on the scroll. I guess, the weird goat head? Yeah. I guess, I guess my question for you, Sully, is because you were given the direction that they would find you, you have disguised yourself. How are you being recognizable to some but not all people? Um, Just the fact that you're a halfling, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, hey, guys. Um, maybe I should, like, sit over there somewhere holding the scroll in my hands. Um, maybe you guys could, like, be my bodyguards or something like that. And, like, just keep an eye out for me and anybody approaching me. Um, and then and then hopefully maybe they'll find me because I'm a halfling sitting here with a scroll. I think that might be obvious to some looking for a halfling with a scroll and not others looking for a halfling that may or may not have escaped a horrible situation. I, I think it's as good an idea as any. I mean, I don't know. We can't... There's hundreds of ships here. We can't just go... Oh, yeah, and door please, to door. please don't let anybody put me in a burlap sack. Like, like, watch me. We'll do our best to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Okay, so cool. pretend to be your bodyguards, but then also, if the need arises, also be Actually your bodyguards. Body yes, yeah, please. Yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. It's the middle. I thought we were going to do like the dice, dice baby thing because that came up just a minute ago. And I was like, ooh, check out these fresh new new D&D tracks we've got. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, can we do a bad infomercial? Like all D&D songs? All the favorites you know and love, like roll to one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that. But also let's tell people about a great charity event that we've got going on for the Trevor Project, where you can bid in an auction for a whole bunch of great things. But one of those things is me running a game for you and your friends. Nobody else was saying anything. I have to sell myself. Fair. You should tell Simple yourself. Prostitute-y, You're honey. a great DM, and whoever wins the bid will be very lucky. This is true. That's true. The current bid is at eighty-five dollars. So, you know, that's it's a bargain a for some Russ Moore DMing with mm-hmm. Russ Moore. Yeah. Okay, we're, we've lost the we've lost the motivation. Yeah. Here. No. And also, I'm sorry. This isn't to have sex with Russ. <laughs> I just thought I'd put that out Whoa. there. This is so that Russ will GM a game. Russ is much um, more expensive for you than and your friends. For sexual <laughs> That's right. We're gonna have to bump that number way up. Okay. So the whole reason behind this thing here is Dark Dice. Our good friends over at Dark Dice, there, uh, which is Travis and Caitlin. Um, they uh, put together this cool event uh, with all funds from this auction going towards the Trevor Project. And the Trevor Project is the leading national organization providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to the LGBTQ community, and more specifically, young people ages 13 to 24 every day. Um, So we are helping them uh, by 
contributing our time. And hopefully you uh, are able to go bid on some of the awesome things. They've got really sweet art commissions done by amazing artists and renting different GMs from your favorite podcasts, uh, one of which is me. So we'll link all that down in the description here. You can go check that out. It's going on until the end of June. And then whoever wins those bids um, will set up a time with the respective GMs or art commissioners uh, to have their games run or characters drawn uh, in the month of July. So hopefully... You're able to go check that out and bid if it works for you. All proceeds go to the Trevor Project. Now, Russ, if this goes till just the end of June, that's only a few days away. So people really need to get on it if they want to be a part of it. Gotta be snappy. Sorry to be quiet. I'm just emailing myself to remember to go look at that in case I want to try and get some art commissioned. Do it. This isn't just for listeners. I want to do it for everyone. (laughs) Careful, folks. You guys better get in there right now because Carla is on it. Carla's going to, she's going to be sniping bids left, right, and center. (laughs) At least one of them. I don't watch out for her. I want some commissioned art. It's a really good cause. This is awesome. I mean, I want to play with Russ, too, but I get to do that every week, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's old. fair. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love for you to go check that out and have a great week. Now back to the episode. Dice, dice, baby. There it is. So I go and I sit on, like, a bench? Sure. Um, I don't know. Okay, so. You know, one of those big pieces of, like, cement that's. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a performance role. Because you're trying to be conspicuous but not conspicuous at the same time. Uh, You're trying to catch the attention of one specific individual versus perhaps a cult. 16. I think that's good. Um, You sit there for uh, what seems like probably a few hours with many people moving by. We're still under the 10-day mark, right? We're like at the 10-day? Yeah, we, we arrived at the city within the eighth day, I think I said. Uh, so you've got, in theory, a day and a bit in order to find this this person or ship or whatever. Um, and you're sitting there for a few hours and nobody so far has stopped you. Do I see anyone with an albino weasel? Negative. I'd be really mad if you did. That fucker dropped the scroll off only to have it picked up and then pick <laughs> it up again Eight days well, maybe later. maybe he'd be able to steer us to the ship that we need to be on. <laughs> maybe. He could have just took it with him, though, couldn't he? Side note, does, you don't look at the scroll or anything, do you? No, it's sealed with a wax seal, and I feel like if I were to open it, I'd probably be sealing Merv's death. So. Fair enough. Okay, good to know. Uh, okay. Um, Why I've, should I? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's I your character. You. It's whatever. Prep for all occurrences and have many tabs open. That's all I'm saying. Um, so we're sitting. We're sitting here for hours. You said hours. So if you do, if you don't do anything in, in particular, several more hours pass by. Yeah, I just like snack on some nuts and stuff. I have a rogue apple in it's, my bag. It's getting to be kind of late now. The the traffic is dying down. Um, thing people have like loaded up the ships. Doesn't look like anybody's kind of leaving at this point. Uh, the inbound traffic is slowed to a, a, a almost a stop, um, and just as you three have almost like given up for the night, um, there's quiet footsteps that begin approaching your direction, and it's a because it's dark and kind of backlit from torches that line along the harbor. Um, it is a uh, looks like about a five five foot person with a hood longer cloak uh, for their person walking in your general direction I kind of like straighten up a little bit and grip my staff a little tighter in one hand and then holding the scroll in the other I, I peer at them and I nod you see them take like a, a half pause step and then continue walking towards you. And as they get closer, you hear it. Su- Sullivan Slight. Who's asking? Uh, I represent Leighton Menda. Cool, 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 cool. You're supposed to have a certain article on you. Like this scroll I'm holding very obviously in my hand right here. He holds out his hand. I place it in his hand. 
He grabs it and tries to pull it from you. I let go. Not a weirdo. I'm not going to pull him close and be like... He looks at it and holds it up into the light. You don't really make out his face. You kind of see a silhouette um, in the light. And looks at it, examines the seal, uh, rubs his finger along it, and kind of feels the edges. Oh, it's all there. All right, all right. Well... I think he's counting money. It's, it's all there. Trust me. I, I believe it's all here. I'm looking at it. Uh, it's just making sure you didn't open it for taking a readsies on your way over here. Ain't none of my fucking business. Now, we didn't think you was going to make it. That's a oh, long, shit. It's a long fucking travel that you took. How'd you do it? Merv is really important to me. You ever have a friend? I have many friends. Well, if one was kidnapped... And someone else said that they'd die if you didn't do something really fast. That seemed quite impossible. Wouldn't you try every avenue to get it done? Well, depends how much they owed me. Okay, I don't think that we weight friendship in the same kind of way. Um, but uh, let's just say I pulled out all the stops. All right. Can, yeah, it's when fine. will I know that Merv is safe? Oh, Merv is safe. Don't you worry. Okay, no, but I am worrying... I was also told that before. He holds out uh, what looks like a, a clear glass ball. So it tosses it to you. What's this? Just take a look in it. I look inside it. You focus. Where am I going to get sucked into the ball, you guys? You focus. Are you guys watching me? Am I? You focus on the, the eye ball. of Sauron. I'm on. I'm on sack patrol. On you. <laughs> the two of you ready yourselves just to grab him from some sort of portal. Yeah. But no, um, you look at it and there's like you see this cloudy gas moving inside and inside you see that begins to take shape is the image of Merv, and he's seated in a cell, um, and the image that you see or the the, the scene that you see play out is um, it looks like he hears a sound. He stands up and then begins to walk, and it's almost like this this image is following him, and he walks past a guard and through a gate, um, and he's escorted out of a building and allowed to go free. How do I know this is real? Oh, it's real. It's a world of magic. You gotta believe what your eyes show you, unfortunately. I can't give you any more than what I can show you here. You trusted that we had Merv from the same sort of image. I did. Which brought you here. So you trusted that much. You know Leighton Menda. He saved you. You did a solid for him. He's going to do what he can to help you now. Okay, good. Your friends got a problem? They look a little antsy. Oh, them? No, they're cool. We're just on kidnap patrol. I get kidnapped a lot. You understand. I do. I do understand. All right. Might I have my ball back? Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. You've seen enough? Is there more? Did you guys give him a fishing boat? Why would we give him a fishing boat? Well, you know, he was... Uh, he was. Uh, well, that's not part of the deal. I know. I, I'm just saying... He snatches like, the ball from nice your hand and says, oh, okay. It's been a pleasure right. doing business with you. Uh, yeah, you too. Uh, what, sorry, what's your name, friend? Not any of your business. Not any of your business. Very unique. He turns and he begins to walk away. Safe travels home there, Sullivan Slight and Snatch Patrol. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking racing name you guys have now. Whoa. Snatch Patrol. We gotta head back. Head back to High Moon. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that went, I guess, uh, fairly well. He showed me a picture, ball, magic ball, magic crystal ball, uh, that showed me that Merv was safe and was let go. And I mean, um, that's cool. I'm I'm so glad. I really didn't know if we were going to make it in only 10 days, so I'm really happy that Merv's okay. I know that must be a big relief to you. It really is. I really should have... Now, upon hindsight, maybe bought it a little bit, like they give him a fishing boat back, and like, 
Like, really kind of, like, set him up, you know, because he's a guy who deserves that. He was just snatched off his boat while fishing. Anyway, um, speaking of boats, we should probably see if we can get on one of these crews. I assume being on a boat is very much like doing a caravan. Yeah, that's probably true. Don't we have to get some other things while we're here? Yeah, there was the, the shipment for the, the magic store owner. Oh, fuck. I didn't write that down. Moot, you took some notes. Uh, what, what are some things? My notes literally just say, steal stuff for the magic store owner. You, Shipment from Aglaron. You reach into yeah. your pocket in Sullivan's Slight, and you pull out a list that was given to you. Oh, hey, would you look at that? <laughs> you un- reverse pickpocketed me. You unroll that list, and on it is a literal list of items that you are to find and bring back for Charmy. On the list, you see uh, there is a circlet with runes written in Infernal, approximate size teacup saucer, red and green writing. Also on the list, six alchemical jugs marked with the sign of Dagon. Also a selection of Herbs that have been shipped over from Aglarond. Dreamflake, Sundrop, Sutara, Goji Leaves, and Styxroot. You know how much I don't want to get this stuff? I know, I was hoping we could kind of just get on a boat and get out of here. Um, but it looks like we've got some shopping to do tomorrow? Or some... We're going to need better disguises. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of digging the sun hat. The sun hat does look great. It does change your look. The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Stevie, Jacob Madden, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, and Christian Brown. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Because you know that they're crazy. Yep. Like, I remember being at, like, a street market, and there was these Hells Angels, and they came up to me, and I was, like, 22. I'm very excited for the story right now. And I was drinking a bottle of water, and the guy's like, hey, can I have a sip of your water? And I'm like, yes. You can just have the rest. You can just have it. Yes, exactly. I was like, yeah, you bet. And he was like, takes a big drink and is like this huge, intimidating, scary man. And is like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, (laughs) and I was like, no, no, you just keep it. That's great. And he's like, well, you don't want it back now? And I'm like. Oh, no, I'll take it back. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay, no, I'll take it back. I'm glad you had a drink. Okay, bye. Just like try to merge into the crowd. But it's, yeah, so it's like, that's it's an like, unreasonable thing to ask a stranger. Un- mm-hmm. And it's so unsettling. I'm unsettled yeah. right now. I feel like Russ put it in here because he was like, well, this is going to freak Amy out. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't like it. That's fair. All right, stop. Copyright infringement. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons Uh. is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think.
think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary. I just don't want to do it anymore. Just together we Radio check. Who's this? I didn't do it. You never do anything. We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit. I am not doing it on purpose. Stop. Stop. Oh, God. I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.